coming in and being my co-host for today. Mark is not feeling well, so we're here to 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 keep the show going. So welcome, Super Dam listeners. Thank you for all your support, and um, I would like to say Happy New Year to all of those. We're excited for being here today to just kind of give you some update on what we're doing and uh, talk about a couple of interesting topics. So thank you for tuning in. So um, yes, Happy New Year, and was Christmas good for you? That just kind of bothered me. But um, honestly, this holiday, I feel like was more focused on family for me okay. instead of, um, you know, actually receiving gifts. So I would say I had a pretty good holiday. Uh, yeah. I'm very blessed with you. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I would say so, right? <laughs> yeah, I, it, was, uh, it was a good one for me, too, as well. Yeah. And uh, I want to say thanks to uh, my sister and my wife and, uh, you know, you as well, PJ. Thanks uh, for the gifts and the support. Uh, I was able to get some rest. Um, this yeah. is the first holiday that I didn't have to do a whole lot. And, uh, you know, I want to thank the family for, you know, picking up the slack there and, uh, you know, allowing me to get the r needed rest. So I really appreciate it. And I had a lot of fun. And, and New Year's was more, you know, quiet for us, but fun when it was just all family members. So it, it was good. What would you say was your favorite part? Of the New Year's? Of the whole holiday. Of oh, the whole holiday? Oh, gosh. You know, I would say uh, Christmas was. Mm -hmm. um, Christmas was because uh, just seeing the joy there with everyone and everyone being in the room and, you know, not so much as the gifts, but uh, with everyone in the room and we're having fun, a lot of laughters and, you know, um, dancing and music and stuff like that. So that's always uh, a lot of fun for me. I would mm. say honestly the same too and it mm. honestly gets me thinking because I know a few people who you know not for like religious reasons mm. they they just don't celebrate um the holidays either like family reasons or just life just kind of like it gets you thinking like what do you say to those that unfortunately like are alone for the holidays or having a hard time through the holidays yeah that is truly difficult you know because uh, when you you know, have all your family members, you know, uh, you know, well, at least your close-knit family yeah. members in the room, and you're celebrating, you know, and, and I know, again, uh, when you talk about the religious aspects of it, you know, it's not just that for, for us, of course, you know, um, you know, we just, I think part of just being able to enjoy life is enjoying your family, enjoying those things that are most important to you, you know, so why you, reason why we even exist, the reason why we even work as hard as we do, you know, to make sure that um, everybody is good, healthy, and um, and we celebrate those moments together, so, uh, whether it's Christmas, uh, but we have a special reason why we celebrate Christmas, too, as well, <laughs> um, but whether it's Christmas or any other holiday where it gives, you know, the family members off from working, and we can get together and uh, just kind of get updated and, you know, watch the younger kids, the younger generation grow like we watch you. Um, as I was cleaning out the garage yesterday, I saw all of these old pictures of you when you were a kid. I'll show them to you a little later, you know, <laughs> oh and just God. like, yeah, and, and Ashton too as well. So it's, um, 
you know, it brings back those things and say how far, see how far we've come and the challenges that we've overcome, uh, you know, and we're still here celebrating and, and doing all those uh, things that, you know, make us a family. So it, it was really good. I really enjoyed that. And then we had to take down the Christmas tree and the lights and all that other stuff, which is not fun at all. No, so that's <laughs> labor. A whole lot of labor there. So I think it's uh, the holidays for me stopped yesterday because, you know, y your mom and I were out there working uh, a full eight hours yesterday just trying to get the house back to, you know, before Christmas time. Just so to do it all over again. Just to do year. it all over again. And she's, she's actually preparing the stuff for next year already. I'm just like, let us get out of this first, well you know. Honestly, now's the best time because all the Christmas stuff is on sale. Yeah, yeah, but you know, you got to store it. You got to, you know, buy it, store it. Yeah, you're right. Like, so, uh, anyways, it, it was all good. And I and, and I tell you what, I want to say thank you for you know some of our you know avid listeners out there because mm -hmm. you know they send a lot of um, well wishes. And I really appreciate all of those. And, uh, you know, Crypto Moss, you, I really enjoyed. I received that um, little, um, it's not a plaque, but it's a little ornament there, uh, a thank you. And it was really nice. So I have that in the office there. So thank you so much for that. And, 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 and uh, Paulette, thank you so much for all of the well wishes and, uh, you know, the ha Happy New Year and Merry Christmas cards that you sent me so i appreciate that too so for all you listeners your your support uh means so much to us so i want to say thank you then now <coughs> and i was gonna yeah. ask Go since the new year is done we're in 2024 with arms of hope inspiring hope all your endeavors what would you say was like your favorite part of the year business or work-wise oh gosh or do you even call it work uh, no, I don't <laughs> call it work. I, I have fun. Um, man, that's a great question because there's so many things you see that has, has actually happened for us. And, um, you know, one is, uh, well, I guess the, the, the one that sticks out, I don't want to say the most, but it sticks out, mm -hmm. is winning that grant, you know. Um, and, again, thank you for writing it. That was uh, awesome. And very rare any organization is able to write a grant, the first go around, submit it, and, and then, you know, getting it accepted. That's a challenge within itself. Yeah. And then being, uh, you know, one of the, um, the finalists. finalists. Out of yes, you know, it's incredible, man. It was totally incredible. So that's a huge highlight. And, and, and to top that off, you know, to actually – you know, go through the process of the, you know, getting the funds and then doing the renovations and things like that, which incidentally, I want to, you know, let everyone know that, you know, if Mark was here, he would be asking me right now what's going on in the hood or, or, or with the hood. And I'm, I'm excited to say, you know, finally, you know, I went into the office, uh, the building department this morning and uh, and spoke with them and uh, they issued me the permit. So I'm truly excited with some contingency. The contingency is that they, they you know, it's been in limbo for so long yeah. that the, yeah, so the, um, the 
contract that just has to update his information. So we we'll, we should receive it either today or, or, or by, excuse me, either tomorrow or by Thursday, the latest. So now I'm playing catch up with all of the sub guys now and trying to get them organized to come in and, and actually try to schedule a date where they can come in and, and, and get everything done. So, you know, that's one of the highlights. Um, uh, and I would say probably, you know, the biggest one, but with different meanings because each highlights have different meanings for me. So it doesn't really make anyone more significant than the others. Mm. Um, you know, uh, we've met so many. I want to say that uh, a big highlight for me was uh, some of the meeting some of the Super Jams listeners, um, getting to know them personally, uh, which was really a good highlight for me. Uh, you know, and just to see them and how passionate they are, and you know, how, how important this uh, radio station is. Actually, really good to to getting to know that and ins and 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 see that piece though the the good work that um, you know super jams is doing and th that's a that was a, a a huge highlight for me and um you know uh, just working with staff you know every workplace we like most we have our challenges but the thing about it is just the family atmosphere and um, no matter how we face our challenges you know we always come through together and any type of disagreement we have on any particular, uh, you know, um, event that we're doing, uh, we've, we'll fight it through. And uh, at the end of the day, you know, this the events work always work out to be successful. And, you know, we're, uh, we're good as a team again. So <laughs> all of those things there is really a good highlight. Because uh, there's no way we could be as far as we are with what we're doing without the commitment and the dedication of all of the, the, the staff members that are there and the volunteers as well, you know. I want to know something so funny. Go ahead. This does not pertain to the business at no, all. Go ahead. But for Gen Z, when they go to interview and mm. the jobs are like, we're a family here, that's a huge red flag. <laughs> 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 now tell me why. I don't know. That's interesting. Why, why because is that? normally what that means is that they are going to want to basically like overwork you without you getting the most benefit you could possibly is get. Is that what they get out of that? <laughs> yes. Well, well, you know, um, that is so wrong. <laughs> <laughs> that is so wrong, man. You know, because I, I, there's one of the things that I, I typically would do when, um, you know, when I was a director of operations, uh, I would, you know, someone would say, hey, you know, um, they're not getting paid what they're worth, you yeah. know? And I would ask them, I said, well, tell me, uh, you know, what are you worth? How, how would you define, you know, how much more, you know, would determine that you're getting paid what you're worth? And uh, a consistent answer that I would get, oh, I would say 100%. No one ever knows what that number is. No one ever knows what that number is. And there's a reason why no one ever knows what that number is. Well, because how can you actually come up with a number that tells you what you're worth? Because in a sense, you know, what that individual is saying is that I'm worth more. You can't tell that individual that they're not worth more, but their performance may be not up to that level. So that's two different things, you know? 
you're worth more, yes, but your performance is not there. How can we get your performance up to the same level of your thought process? <laughs> you know what I mean? So it, that's always a challenge, you know, always a challenge. You get and then just being in the business each year and expect a raise. That you know, you don't get a raise because you've been in the business for a year and, um, you know, year in, uh, you know, I survived another year in the business, so you should give me a raise. I mean, is it that awful? <laughs> you know? uh, no, a raise come from, you know, what you've done throughout the year, mm-hmm. you know, your level of commitment, you know, and, and the reason for that family <coughs> analysis analogy is that, you know, we don't just look at the individual as um, an employee. You know, we go beyond that with each of the folks, them, the staff member that's there. And we know we care not only about your performance at the job, but we care about your performing, how you're performing outside the job because it, re- it relates. And if you're not performing well outside the job, you know, then it's going to eventually affect your performance inside the job. So y- if we can overcome that, you know, then we'll look at ways of overcoming it. And, uh, and I'll share a true story with you, and then, you know, we can talk about something else. Uh, one of my uh, managers at one point was, you know, she had just bought her house, excited about the house, and um, now – she barely had enough money to purchase the house, and it was one of those fixture-upper, you know, mm-hmm. deal. And it, it started to put a strain on her because now that she purchased it, she can't really invite people in at her home um, because it's not done yet. And then every check she gets, she has to put into the house to, to get it up to where she feels comfortable comfortable inviting someone in. And uh, it became overwhelming for her. So, you know, I noticed her job performances was slipping. And so I, I had that discussion with her, and then she told me. And, I, you know, so I said to her, I said, okay, I'll make a deal with you. If I can help you overcome that, would I see a difference in your job performance? And she said yes. And then I personally went and uh, – I knew how to do the work, so I personally went there, spent a couple of days, um, did some work with her, and uh, and did some work while she was at work, and you know, and able to get her. I didn't do a whole lot. I just was able to get those areas where folks would visit often, um, you know, fixed up, cleaned up, like tiling and painting and all those other good stuff there. And, yeah, we did that, and definitely attitude changed, commitment level changed, and her performance changed. And, and, and none of that had a uh, pay increase. Uh, none of that had to deal with, uh, you know, anything that was relating around the job. But it was just the exterior stuff that was impacting her in a negative way. So, you know, all of those things, and that's, uh, that's why I use the family term to what we do because – we, we go above and beyond what our team members or staff or, you know, are, are doing and feeling to make sure that they're okay because we know we ask a lot, you know. I, I know that. I know I ask a lot. And so I can't ask a lot and not be able to give a lot as well. 
and it doesn't always necessarily mean it's going to work out to an increase in your pay or, or an extra bonus or anything like that, you know. I remember <coughs> when I was a baby, I was 19, and I was a manager of the store, which I was getting severely, severely underpaid for mm. that. I was getting paid like $12 an hour, mm -hmm. but I was just managing the store like to the point where it was like I was opening and closing because we were understaffed, mm -hmm. and like you can't have, you can't have non-managers work a certain amount of hours. So like it would really just be me and one other manager uh -huh. just doing a lot of the work. Uh -huh. And I remember when those meetings came, and it was a thank you. Um, we're a big family here. <laughs> we appreciate you. It was not that. No. <laughs> Oh, she just used the big family. Yeah. Well, now, you, now you see, there's uh, again, uh, uh, each individual have their, um, you know, their way of of. Uh <laughs> and then get this: the store closed, right? Yeah. And I still had paid time off. That normally, um, if like you get let go or whatever you um they just cash that out they cash it out to give it to you uh. they wouldn't even let me cash it out when i went back to work they were like oh you aren't guaranteed this <laughs> i was <laughs> like this is great <laughs> so they, they well uh, uh, a couple of things here I I, I I i can we can dig a little deep into that for a second here i'd just like to say elder dell thank you so much for tuning in and listening we really appreciate you and thank you happy new years to you too and your family as well thanks a lot now, now you were a manager, right? Let's take that. Mm -hmm. And you were, you felt you like you were underpaid, right? I was underpaid. Okay. But well, 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 no, let me ask you this question mm -hmm. now because you're really strong on the fact that you're underpaid. Right. Because you could be 100%. But um, how did you know you were underpaid? Well, I didn't realize until afterwards how's that now because then like when you actually are not working there you actually talk to your co-workers and see what's going on and, and you find out what the mm -hmm. what the position was paying mm -hmm. and then they paid you that much mm -hmm. um hey fabulous thank you for tuning in as well we appreciate it thank you so much i didn't like um get too carried away with it because it was my first time being a manager mm -hmm. but Still, just the all the overworking I had to do, just two months after getting that, uh -huh. it was just crazy. Right. Let me ask you this next question here, okay? While you were in college, how much did you get paid? This was when I was in college. No, 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 no. I mean, when you were FIU, how much did they pay you to go to class and all that other stuff in FIU? What do you mean? I'm asking, did they pay you? while you were in FIU. Well, I wasn't working there when I was at FIU. I know, but when you went to class, yeah, uh, right? And Are you, you spent if FIU paid me? Exactly. No, for I paid FIU. Exactly my point. Okay, so then now, so you're in FIU, and you have to pay FIU to go to class. 4000 per class, Ex by the way. Exactly, right? And then... Um, you had to pay them, and you had to show up on time, and you had to do all that work, and you had to pay them. So how did you feel about that? I mean, you didn't get paid for that. No. 
No, and and you didn't feel underpaid or or, or, or anything like that. Because my view on college is oh, definitely a little bit different. Like you going to college, honestly, uh-huh. it really. I guess it depends what field like you're going in for. I would definitely say um, I learned a lot, but that's just because I like learning. So, but honestly, but it kind of doesn't. College is kind of like a networking base. Like you go there to meet people to potentially skyrocket your career. Mm-hmm. Like just having the little degree or badge doesn't really mean anything in the long run. Yeah. Okay, let me, so uh, we can go back to this point here. Um, Thank you, uh, Paulette, for tuning in as well. I sure appreciate you. (laughs) Um, Now, you're, um, okay, so you're paying them Mm -hmm. to learn, Mm -hmm. and, and you're paying a lot to learn. Now, when you were, in this position as a manager, right? Mm-hmm. How much did you know before you got the position as a manager? Like to manage? Yes. Nothing. Exactly. And they were paying you. Barely. But, well, <laughs> but, they, but they weren't taking something from, so what a huge contrast that is right there. Because now you're in a position where you've never been in before. Mm-hmm. And they were paying you, and you didn't know nothing. And you felt underpaid, and you didn't know nothing. I felt underpaid afterwards. After, but you still didn't know nothing <laughs> while you were going through it. What did you know? You knew nothing. You showed up. Now, I'm not saying you didn't do good work. Yeah. You know what I mean? But you didn't know anything as far as, you know, because two things. They were training you, supposedly. I don't know how well. That's another conversation, right? So, but they were paying you, you know, $12 an hour, and you didn't know anything, Mm -hmm. and, um, and you felt underpaid. And then you have so many thousands of people spending all this money going to school to learn so that you don't, so my, my point with that is, my point with that is, you know, we learn from different, um, uh, avenues. And, uh, you know, when you can, you'll learn on the job, you'll learn in, in the schools, and even after you've gotten your degree, um, you know, congratulations on that again, too. Um, Thank you. Mm-hmm, and made honors, too, so that's just my <laughs> point. I just said <laughs> it. That's just for me. That's just for me. But Nobody that's just else because does. I enjoy learning. Yeah, I know, but still, how many people, um, well, you, di- you weren't enjoying it when they were paying you, though. That's the difference. You, there was a lot to learn on that in that no position. No, 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 no. I, I was have that was honestly my favorite job. Shout out to Jackie. That yeah. was my favorite. Well, my favorite boss before. Yeah. But I definitely learned a lot. But they definitely were underpaying me. No, <laughs> I, I again, you know, that position, you know, that position may have had um, a, a set amount for it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And you probably wasn't getting that amount, but. You know, if you didn't come in with a resume that's showing that you've had this much experience on that, then they wouldn't, you know, they wouldn't be able to say, let me pay an inexperienced person this amount so that. What's crazy is Mm -hmm. that um, on paper.
paper uh-huh. for another store. Uh-huh. They hired a manager outside who who also had no experience and paid, paid more. Him more. Well, again, again, you know that could be a different discussion because I don't know under what context that was done. You know what I mean? So I don't know why you weren't getting paid, but I'm just talking in general because mm-hmm. I, I know um, there's different nuances to each level that would change the dynamics of things or even the discussion because you, you have so many other input that would say, uh, you know, I don't want to get into it too much because you, you could say because it's a female, because you're black, because you're white, mm-hmm. you know, all these different uh, different uh, other things that would, you know, make that difference. But I'm just speaking in general, workforce in general, without any of that, uh, you know, uh, impact involved. So I'm just, you know, when when you go out to work and this is your first time learning, you know, then you have to be able to can learn the task and and perform the task on a level to where you don't need any supervision. And and then that will bring you up to a certain level. It, it will at least graduate you from being uh, um, uh, a novice to being to having some experience, but not to the level of being an expert yet. You know. So and then now you have to you go from being a novice to be to having some experience, and then to go to the next level uh, of being an expert. And then what once you get to that expert level, then you're performing not only on your level, but you're performing a little bit on that novice level on that next level. And then that's where now you'll be able to so each increase you would you should get a raise of those levels. You know what I mean? I know we're coming up uh close to a break here, so um you know do you use that same argument when it comes to people's way of lives? And we can get into it after, after the break. break. Uh, uh, absolutely. I love this question here now. I love it. So we'll, we'll, we'll get deeper into it uh, after the break. Will we have about 30 seconds? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I'd like to, to, to actually spend more time on that there because that's, that's a great question. And, you know, and that's one of the things – for me, it's just being able to be consistent mm-hmm. with what I do and how I do it. So definitely, uh, we can get more into that here in a little bit. But I, I love that. Uh, I love that question. All right, Super Jams listeners, we'll be back right after this break. We'll see y'all in a little while.
Well, yeah, that's why we have to keep talking, yeah. Yeah. Okay, so. Okay, so welcome back, listeners. Uh, that question you asked, again, we'll, we'll go right back into that question right there. Well, before we get right into the topic, I just yes want to say welcome back, Super Jam listeners. Um, if y'all want more information on Arms of Hope, on what we do, how you can find us, you can find us on Instagram at Arms of Hope Co. You can find us on our website, Arms of Hope Community Inc.org. And you can find us on Facebook at Arms of Hope Community Inc. Mm-hmm. And right before the break, we were discussing, you know, Gen Z's viewpoints on working like a family and being overworked and yada, yada, yada. And then I asked, basically, do you keep that same mentality when it involves, like, just basic, people's just basic ways of life? So, for example, a lot of people spend a lot of time going to school to be, like, a teacher. But in this day and age, a teacher's salary, you can't really live on that as an adult and like actually have funds to do stuff outside of work. Mm. Yeah, I, I do. And, uh, and I know it probably is a little bit more challenging when you're talking about the performance of a teacher because uh, although uh, a lot of teachers, I, I don't know what they aspire to do mm-hmm. with that degree. Um, I, I guess, you know, some of them are, are um, becoming a, a principal, assistant principal, mm-hmm. or what have you. And, and, and once you get to those levels, then you're able to, um, then you're able, you know, to make a decent income. And, and then it, it skyrockets from after you're going there. I know a lot of teachers that actually venture off into being, becoming, uh, you know, getting involved with politics, mm-hmm. superintendent, and blah, 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 where you start making those six-figure, um, you know, income. So definitely, yeah, it depends on it. And But a teacher who just loves to teach and, you know, really like to see her students, you know, um, successful, uh, yeah, it, that's a little bit more challenging. You know, how, how do you utilize those metrics to say the teacher needs more money? And, uh, and I think, you know, the, the, the best way to do that is just to look and see what the cost of living is and make sure that the teachers are able to, to do that at least and a little bit above. Or um, even just fund the school so that the teachers don't <laughs> have to buy the supplies themselves. Well, <laughs> and, and again, you know, a lot of politics plays part into For that sure. because um, a lot of the schools has, have the funding, you know, but they know how to divert the funding to, you know, where it wind up benefactoring. So... For example, do you know what happened at my previous high school? No, go ahead and... Uh, so, <coughs> this is crazy. I'm not going to name names, but no, the article is out there, yeah. so this is factual. Right. Um, I was only... He was only my principal for one year, my senior year. And, and I happen to actually like the guy. I, yeah. met, I met him. I did some work with him. We did a, a Thanksgiving Day thing I at remember. the school. Yeah. But, um, so, basically what happened was the assistant principal's son, who also plays football, um, ended up getting into some trouble with a young girl because allegedly he sexually assaulted her. And then um, the principal knew about this information because the girl went to the adult 
and he failed to report it on time. And everyone was under the, like, suspicion that he was trying to cover it up because of the son was the assistant principal's son. But this was also not his first time doing something like this because he also got in trouble um, when Ashton was still there, my little cousin, for faking grades for sports players. Oh, wow. So when you say a lot of politics go into it and, like, some schools do have the stuff, they do, but they definitely pick and choose. Well, well, there, you know, I, I don't know. It's politics on a different level there um, because, I, you know, it's – yeah, that parent, uh, the assistant principal, should have done something to their kid and not actually get so many. And that's the connection there because when you talk about being a family on a work, mm-hmm. um, whereas they all know it was wrong, um, didn't want to touch it because – they didn't want to destroy, example, they didn't want to destroy my friend's life if it was me. You know what I mean? Right. Now I have to make a tough decision, and no one wanted to make that tough decision to destroy um, somebody's life. But not thinking about the victim as well, that, you know, what about her life and mm-hmm. her family, li- you know, who's, you know, going to be destroyed if it doesn't go. So it's, uh, for the principal, it's, it's like a no-win situation. But when you're faced with that, you always have to do the right thing, you know what I mean, and make the tough decisions and, and figure out. It's best that you face it head on, you know. Then now they all had to go to court. Mm. All the the principal, the assistant principals, and I forgot who else, but basically, like, the little – Everyone involved, right. yeah, yeah, and that they all know. And then now that kid, you know, he's still going to suffer the consequences, you know what I mean? But then look at how many people he actually brought down with him because they were trying to help him out, you know? So sometimes it's best, you know, make the tough decision as a parent. And uh, if that's what happened, then, you know, hey, no one wants to because you you sound ridiculous, you know, say, hey, I turned my son in. You know what I mean? And everybody's going to look at you like, what do you mean? Yeah. You know? Um, but then if it's a history with that, then, you know, we have to solve that problem, you know, because it's only going to get worse if we don't solve it, you know, get him the necessary, necessary help that he needs instead of getting other people involved and trying to not so much as cover up because I don't think they were trying to cover it up, but it's just like they were, well, I mean, there's with the cover up is like. Not telling is, uh, uh, for me, is, you know, I don't know if that's cover called covering up or not. Not telling. Well, in uh, the court documents, it was failed to report it ex- on time. Exactly. That's not telling, you know. And he didn't tell. And it's not like where he tried to, you know, he goes to, um, he goes to, 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 to um, how you say, the situation and then try to talk to the girl, mm-hmm. you know, or that family and try to do some things and, and make it a seems as if it didn't happen or it was a mistake or, you know what I mean? It wasn't to that level to where they were trying to do that. It was just like, you know, oh, man, I don't want to get involved with this, mm-hmm. you know? I don't want to get involved with it, this type of deal there. Um, not knowing that they were, al- the fact that they knew they were already involved. So. That's a really a tough, tough challenge, you know, 
for for the parent, I think you know, I I think the parent is the one that actually has to bear the 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 the, the blunt of this um, that that um, scenario because you know you have to do something. You know, if you see where things are not going right with your child, you know, you have to do something earlier on so that it doesn't, you know, you don't want to delay, don't want to give them an escape route to making them feel like they're invincible because once they get to that point to where they're invincible, then, you know, it's going to be too late and you're talking about a huge amount of damage at this point, mm -hmm. you know. So I think they, they, they were working their way up to that and uh, somehow it got out to where somebody with some smarts, uh, you know, actually went to the, the, the correct authorities and, 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 and you know, aired it out. I'm pretty sure it was the girl's parents. Yeah, but you know, and, and, and she shouldn't, the parents should not have to do that. You right. know what I mean? I mean, uh, she sh they should not have had to have done that. I th think the parents who were involved, uh, had it been me, I, I would have just addressed it right away. And not only would I have addressed it right away, I would have met with the parents and, 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 and had a discussion with them you know, first and foremost to find out if, a, you know, if, if there was any truth to, to the accusation that was going on. And then, okay, if there was some truth to it, then um, how do we get this resolved? And, you know, if the parent is saying to me, then resolve meaning to, to do X, Y, and Z, you know, and then I would go ahead and do if it's to get with the law and report it and then, you know, get myself prepared to face whatever has come and still support my child. But, you know, but let him know whatever took place if that was if he was wrong. Let him know what he did was wrong. And then, you know, in the process of supporting him through it, getting him some help, counseling and you know, and then letting the process uh, take its course. Uh, How do you counsel for that, though? Oh gosh, if he if it was something there, obviously he's he's not paying attention in school. That's one. You know, he needs uh, to find out why he's not paying attention in school and why his grades are not doing well. And that's the the smaller of the two um, oh, challenges. Oh, you're not talking about being in first grade. No, I am. I'm oh leading up to that. I'm just saying the first, you know, oh the okay. smaller the of smaller the two, one, yeah, you yeah. know, is just to, you know, find out why he's not, you know, retaining or doing the work that he needs to do, um, one, and then definitely, you know, find out why he felt like he had to do what he did with the child. You definitely need counseling for that, you know, to see, hey, how can, um, you know, don't do this again, you know, and, 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 and why did he do it in the first place, you know? And, and I don't know if it's because he felt like his, his parents or his, you know, one of his parents was the vice principal. Definitely. And he, f yeah, I, I w that's what I'm thinking. So Definitely. he thought that, you know, he can do whatever and get away with it. And his, and his parents needed to show him that that's not how it works, you know? He, he, he may have had some, um, uh, how you say, he may have had, the door might be open a little wider for him because of, you know, his parents. But that doesn't mean, you know, it, it may take a little longer to, to, to shut, but it, you know, it can get shut, you know. So, yeah. So we kind of got off 
talk as if that we, we did because but that was a serious topic and i remember yeah. the time when um they were actually going through that and and as parents you know you know sometimes we have to be make the the tough decisions with our child if we want to see you know the outcome or the turnout for them in the future is bright you know otherwise if they if we keep getting away with it then we're at the end of the day, then you know we're creating a monster, and uh, no no one wants that. So now back to our topic here. The revenue and the way of life. Yes. Now again, a teacher <coughs> is one that you know you can almost say they're they're underpaid, mm -hmm. not from their performance level, but they're underpaid from um from from hello caller you're you're on the air here i mean i'll leave you guys alone for five minutes and you get into some deep stuff without me oh gosh <laughs> how are you feeling first of all thanks for calling in oh man i'm feeling like i hit with a brick oh gosh yeah mm. yeah it's, uh, i mean I, I dj'd a wedding on saturday and then sunday morning um i had a little bit of a, like a cough mm -hmm. and by Sunday night, it was full-blown. Wow. It was fast. Well, well so I mean... The doctor, yeah, I, I, was, I, I got the flu. Oh, yeah. I didn't mean to cut you, but... Um, yeah, you're... After working a full week and going through what you've gone through the past two weeks prior, you know, <laughs> yeah, it yeah. has to manifest itself somehow it's in some turn. way. Yes, yeah. yeah. So, you know, and that's all it is right there. So, um you, you really needed some rest and uh and, and some time because uh, anytime for me, anytime anyone gets sick like that, it just tells on how Yeah, I always uh, run know, down. Yeah, yeah. 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 So, well, let me ask you yeah. a question. Sure, go ahead. I didn't catch the first part of uh the what you guys are talking about. Okay, go ahead. But but it was interesting. Well, yeah, so well, just just wind back just a bit the the the, the person we're talking about um it was, i was at a boy and he he what, what did he do and, and how the parents well, get involved we just recap that would you mind you want to you want to do that or you want so basically it was a high school student at um, my old high school he was also mm -hmm. on the football team he allegedly sexually assaulted a young woman and the young woman went to the school staff, and then the staff failed to report it. And, be, and yeah. his, his apparent was, was the, the uh, uh, assistant, vice principal. Uh, assistant principal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, and, and honestly, that is that is a more common thing. Yeah. And, and not, not necessarily in the same uh, context as mm -hmm. far as being a parent working right. at school. Right. But it's more common that um, there, I can't think of that, that young man's name, but he he um he raped that girl who was passed out by the dumpster. Yeah, yeah. Yes, uh, yes. And and like the argument in court was we shouldn't ruin this kid's amazing athletic career over this. Mm -hmm. It was it was so offensive. Mm -hmm. Like the internet blew up over it. Yeah. Yeah. I think he got like six months for what he months. did. Yeah. It mm -hmm. wasn't much. And you know, really just kind of you know, just to piggyback off what you were saying, Patrick. You know, parents, we we have to be involved with our kids, mm -hmm. and and there's a there's a very very big gap right now. Um, 
between what God has to say about things and what's actually happening every day in our lives. Mm -hmm. And our kids are facing things without a full set of tools if we're not in the corner with them, you know, teaching them. Because you can't, you, you, you can't know the truth if you've always been told a lie. Absolutely. And if you're, you know what I mean? It's very difficult. Um, these situations shouldn't happen, right? It's common sense. You don't sexually abuse people, right? Mm -hmm. that, that would just be, you know, don't do one-on-one. But why does it happen, right? So there's, there's, there's like a million, it's a much bigger topic, but I just, I just feel like what you were saying, Patrick, is, is probably more on target as far as where we should approach it. You know, as parents, we have to decide, are we here to raise our kids or are we here to let them figure it out on their own? Right, exactly. You know, and, you know, there's lots of reasons why we're not involved in everything. Um, two, two parent working, you know, environments. Um, the, the Internet and, and your cell phone um, actually exposes your, the, our children to so much more. Like, I was given piecemeal. You know, I didn't learn. I mean, I'm sure PJ knew yeah. know more today than I knew when I was his age. Yeah, Mark, hold on. We have another yeah. caller. Let me see if we can get all sure, you guys on. Sure, grab it. Go ahead. He's on the, oh, you got him on. Hold no, you hung up. Hit okay. merge. Yeah. merge. Well, no, they, they yeah. hung up. Uh, caller, you can call yeah. back. But go ahead, Mark. I didn't mean to cut you off there. But, but you get what I'm trying to say? In, yeah, in, no, in absolutely. Absolutely. Like, I didn't know, like, anything. Like in compared to what what these kids and my kids, you know, know at the same age. I think I was 30 when I found out some of the stuff. You know, PJ knew at 10. Mm -hmm. You know, it really because it was just a different time. It wasn't available to us. Yeah. And and I think that's an important, you know, area. Is like when, you know, if you're going to raise your kids, um, I, you know, it's, at some point you have to take the full responsibility of that. Whether you had them by accident, whatever the reason is, is that they solely depend on you for the foundation. And I, and I feel like uh, society has kind of just made it cool to, to do the wrong thing, and, and it's okay. Like, it's, we're just going to excuse it out, like mm -hmm. my truth rather than the truth. Mm -hmm. You know, things like that. I don't know what you think about that. No, I, I, I'm going to say this, you know, and, and that's an interesting interesting um, perspective, but I'll say it like this, because when I was in school, um, you know, we would see a lot of the kids that are privileged mm -hmm. do some things and never oh, yeah. get reprimanded for it, you know, and, uh, I, and, I, I, and I should say this, uh, Mark, uh, Paulette says to tell you hello. Paulette Shaw says to tell you hello, and it's good to, to hear from you. Um, oh, thanks, <laughs> yes. Happy New so Year. She, yeah, she heard your voice here, and then she just uh, sent uh, some info in to tell you that. And she, she did exactly that, Happy New Year. Yeah, so, so you know, we see these uh, kids that are, you know, and – they do some things, and you know they don't get to play by the same set of rules that a lot of other kids um, play. And and it's it not—it's so bad for them. Yeah. Honestly, to 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 
you let it slide, mm-hmm. um, it doesn't help them. No, it, no. If anything, all you're doing is setting them up for well, really big interactions with the authorities at some point. Absolutely, absolutely. Because after you've gotten through um, certain things and you walk away with it, like, you know, uh, I, I told you nothing was going to happen to me. And then now you mm-hmm. start to get that invincible feeling, you know. And, and, and you don't want at no point ever uh, your child to feel invincible, you know, and uh, because... Oh, I, I mean, like, you know, Katie was, in, was getting in trouble. She's out there in school. Mm-hmm. So they always excused it out because of what happened to her as a child. Exactly. And I said, you can't do that. Mm-hmm. Let her have the consequence. She can't keep letting that be the excuse. Right? The, the, there's a way you act in society, mm-hmm. and there's rules that we all live by. And yes, everybody's got different circumstances, and you can be lenient or um, understanding, but not to the demise of the person who's committing these acts. Act, absolutely. I mean, if you, if you let something so heinous go by, um, then all they're going to do is outdo themselves. You know, what we they did, they're going to do more. Uh, you know, it, it's it's a lot like um, when you say that, the, the, the thing that popped into my head is when, you know, uh, another subject, but I won't, you know, I want to mention it too much, uh, is prison reform, you know. Um, a lot of times when, you know, they, when the guys do something and they go in there to get reform, instead they get educated on how to do what they're doing better yeah they come out skilled they come, they come out much skilled so you know it's it's there's nothing there that would say um you know let's teach them the, i won't say nothing there but the emphasis is not there for them to say hey listen what you did was wrong um you know he, here's a, a route that you can go and and give them the tools that they need so that when they get out you know they're better equipped to deal with society than you know what they're facing now because when they go in there they're they're talking to a lot of people mm. their peers and 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 greater meaning that guys that are on their level and that has done it on their level and greater so they're yeah. coming out with a wealth of knowledge to just do and they got they lots of time to, to, exa- to work it out exactly you know so I- in a sense, you know, it's almost like the same scenario for me. I, I don't want to say that's my viewpoint on that, you know. Debbie Bless, thank you so much for tuning in. We really appreciate you. Um, and you happy know, PJ, New Year to you, too, as well. Go ahead. PJ, I, now, how old were you at the time of this? I was out of high school, so I think I was. Oh, you're already out. Yeah. yeah. It was a year after. Like I think it was a year after you left, wasn't it? Or well, two? Well, the first one. The one with the um just the grades happened after, after a year after I left. Gra- the yeah. incident of the sexual assault I think was last year. Last year? Oh wow. So I was in No no no. Yeah, it was, and then was it last year or year mm-hmm. before that? Mm-mm. It was it last was year. New. Okay. Wow. And and so how do how do how do you view it? Like in other words, you know, where do you where where do you stand on it? And what I guess what I'm asking you is look, I, I always come in at I have two positions. Mm-hmm. What does God have to say about it? And I'm a dad. Those are my, those are the two lenses I typically go with these things. Mm-hmm. And um, but you're you're not a dad, so you don't get to be that yet. Unless we don't know something, but you can tell us about that later. <laughs> um, 
Um, <laughs> you know, and and I, I don't know what your position is on faith, so I'm not I'm not going to take that. I'm not going to assume anything. So what I'm asking you is, is like, where do, how do you go with this when you, when you see this stuff happening in your age group with mm-hmm. with people your age, like. You know, is this just a run and hide for you, and or, or is this something you want to get involved in? You, you, does it make you want to like make a difference? Like, where do you stand? Yeah, it's a little bit. Um, it's a little bit of a lot of emotions. Honestly, when I read the article, I was disgusted. Um, I don't care mm. whose kid it is. That should have been reported. Even, mm-hmm. even if it was a false claim, he should have reported it. And just to get that out of the way, Max, because now even if it's a false claim, they all got fired because they failed to report it. Mm-hmm. So regardless, now yeah. a lot of their lives are destroyed from that. Mm-hmm. Sure. Does it make me necessarily want to go out there and help? I don't know about that. Because I feel like that's something that happens so commonly. Privileged people get to kind of do whatever. Mm-hmm. That's kind of the way of life. Yeah, and then that's, there, there is some truth to that. That is, um, Even in, like, recent it, news with the whole Epstein case, they're supposed to release um, who's on his list, but they took out, they're going to hide three people's names for reasons we don't know. <laughs> We know why. Right? Yeah, exactly. exactly. I mean, yeah. Yeah. I mean, Epstein's case. That that is. Look, if you were on the plane, you knew where you were going. <laughs> That's it. There's no more to talk about. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, no. You, you, you know. know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Like, you know, yeah. Like except really for except for the student because I know they did a lot of recruiting at your old high school as well you know they quite a uh, few young ladies from your high school was um, actually um, and I'm sure probably many other high schools around but I know that your high school at one point was uh, yeah but but you, but you hear what I'm saying uh-huh. like if yeah you're, absolutely if you're going to this island yeah you know what you heard nothing about it yeah. Like it wasn't like think about let's just let's put some logic into this and forget the smoke and mirrors. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm gonna go somewhere this weekend. I've already looked it up. I'm not just gonna wake up and you don't put me on a plane. I'm oblivious to where I'm going and what's gonna happen. Right, right. Yeah, yeah the only you, person I, mean, I may not know is the young lady. Yeah, no, I'm saying the, I'm talking about these, these celebrities high profile. No, 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 I agree with they, you. They, I agree with I mean, you. Those ladies might not know. No, they, that's what I'm saying. They're the only ones that may not know what's going on, you know, because of, of how for, they for, for to, to pretend mm-hmm. like it's, it's it's a big secret. Mm-hmm. It's not. We, I mean, we, we understand that there's, there's, there's different um, classes, mm-hmm. you know, Mm-hmm. And there's different clubs, and that's the good old boy club. And uh, you know, there's a lot of things that happen that that are terrible. But I guess, I guess, really, for me, all I want to do to counter that is talk about what God says, mm-hmm. because I don't think that's talked about enough. Well, all the sin in the world is talked about enough. We can't get enough of that talk. Mm-hmm. People will tell us about every bad thing that ever happened. Like Ian Zeri got into a fist fight in L.A. Uh, with like a little mini biker gang, crazy, right? Mm-hmm. That's the news. No one wants to talk about, you know, what we, or who we could be, or who we should be, and how we could act. Yeah. And and Mark, we, we got, we got ten, sec- we got ten sec- seven Go seconds. Go ahead. I'll, I'll wait. 
No, no, no. We, we'll, we'll hold that thought and, um, you know, let the listeners know we'll be right back. Are we still live? Ladies and gentlemen, listeners, you are back from break. Although one host stepped out to use the bathroom. Uh, Mark, are you still there? I guess we shall wait for the crowd. But <coughs> just speaking on what um, we last discussed about, we were talking about, um, you know, how it may be hard for, I'm not a father, but it may be hard for you know, parents out there who their kids do get in trouble and it may be hard to, um, you know, turn them in once they're doing something bad. But ultimately, I feel like if someone is doing something to cause harm, regardless of, you know, who it is, it needs to be reported. Because I remember hearing about this story uh, just last week, actually. A... This is actually a sick story. Um, are you back from? Yeah, because we're live. Yeah. Yeah. Basically, I was just telling them a story about a parent. Um, I heard about this story last week, actually. A mom caught, a mom caught her son doing... It was like disgusting things to their daughter, but she did not want to deport the son because she didn't want to ruin his life. But then in turn, now the daughter never wants to speak to the mom or the brother the again. Brother, yeah. So it's just like, I feel like even if it's your kid, like you have to do what you have to do to protect. Because once they cause harm, it kind of goes down the hill from there. Wow. Yeah, that's um, that's mind blowing right there. Yeah. Um, mind blowing because now you're, <laughs> wow, you know, don't report it, and you you know one sibling now, you know, gets hurt by that, and uh, you you report it, and the other sibling gets hurt by that. I mean, in the instant, you know, both of them are hurt the fact that, you know, that has happened, mm -hmm. you know. But what I mean on a different level, you know, that they would get hurt. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's disgusting. Yeah. Actually. So I, I don't know if you heard that, Mark. I'm not sure if he's still in. Oh. He says I'll put. Anyways, yeah, so. That is it's truly difficult, and 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 you know that happens. W did they say the age of the kids or? Yeah. 
they did uh, it's impressive yeah right? what they were preteens or younger or, or uh one was younger than preteen, preteen for sure yeah, yeah. Uh, now i'm assuming that probably was beyond mm -hmm. yeah wow yeah that's um that's challenging right there man uh, well not for me that it's challenging i mean uh, you would definitely have to handle it in a way um but you know, going back to the remark what Marcus said uh, about, you know, you guys having so much more information than what we had um, growing up. Um, hello, Mark? Hey, I'm back. Okay, yeah. good. Yeah, so going back to the information there where you had said earlier about, you know, the, these kids having so much information and uh, you know yep. they're they're growing up real fast, but there's a piece that's the piece that's missing with their maturity, uh, you know, because they're getting all of this information, you know, from without the capacity to really process it. Exactly. They're, they're skipping. They're skipping the 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 previous natural progression Ex of that information. Exactly. So because they're you just know, getting it. Exactly. Then now, how do you deal with this information? You know, how do you process this information? You know, all these things. And then, as as parents, we don't do a well enough job because th th these are tough, tough um, topics. You know, because as a parent, it's a rough time to be a parent. To be honest, oh, absolutely, words, absolutely. Well, having young kids today, um, this is really still new. Having this much information available. Mm -hmm. Um, and this is like a whole new set of rules that weren't like when we were kids mm -hmm. that, you know, we're raising kids that we didn't experience what they're going through. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. So don't know how to help. And then the other thing about not reporting, you know, cause TJ said it, you, you know, it's hard to turn your kids in. That's really shame on the parents, meaning that they, it's very, they're experiencing a lot of shame. Their child did something. It would reflect on them. Mm -hmm. So it's like this. It's this whole, um, yes, that was terrible what they did, but wow, uh, you know, how's it going to look on us? Um, and, and I can just tell you uh, from experience, you know, everything went on with Katie, you know, we got looked at, you know. and, well, and Let me ask you this question, Mark. Uh, when you say you got looked at, how was, I know social media was, you know, relevant there. Um, but was that situation um, over saturated on social media, or would you say it in, was in moderate? That, in, or, it or was it was in the internet. It was on the internet more, okay. and it was in a small community. So um, it's not like people couldn't figure out who it was. Right, Although right. no names were mentioned, mm -hmm. you, you know. Mm -hmm. um, he he rides on a sleigh. He wears a red and white outfit. Who is it? You know what I mean? It was yeah, that, exactly. Yeah. You know, it was that 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 easy mm -hmm. to figure out who they were talking about, and it it created um, situations where people didn't want to like interact with us. They thought that something was wrong with uh, Katie and and our family, and you know all that kind of stuff. It was really just kind of rough, yeah. and and. The, the truth of the matter is I understand that perspective, mm -hmm. but that never supersedes the truth. And, and TJ, to your point, I really think you're right about that. That look, this isn't like, the, the, you know, hey, best day of my life, I got to turn my kid in. 
Yeah. But you know what? If I don't do it now, what what am I showing him or her? Yeah. Uh, you, you know, I, I stand up for you in two different ways. I'm either gonna I'm gonna fight anybody who's trying to hurt you, even if it's you hurting you. I'm gonna fight you too. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna let you do something that ultimately long term uh, will will hurt anybody else and will long term just be a disservice to your future. And it's very difficult when you're a parent in those situations because you're really facing some consequences. Mm. Um, your kid is. And it's like, well, I don't want to see my kid behind bars. I don't want to see... Uh, but uh, I'm sure the other parents didn't want their daughter raped. Right. You know? <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, yeah. so, so you know, as much as, as much as you want to stand on that, you know, let's get real. You know, if that's... You know, imagine that, God forbid, was your wife. Or your mother, yeah. or your daughter. I mean, yeah. you know, that's a very, you know, these are big, these are big decisions to to cover that up is crazy. Yeah. And and so, what really, what I was trying to wrap back into that was that the foundation is at home. And if you show your kids integrity from the from from you and your spouse, then they're gonna have integrity because it's modeled for them. You can't just tell them to have integrity. They got to see it. They got to see it every day. They got to know. Like PJ grew up watching you have integrity, mm-hmm. so he knows the difference. But if you had said have integrity, but completely didn't have any of your own, uh, you know, it's a very confusing it's message. A, it's a, and that's one of the th- key things that I always try to, you know, make sure. And when I'm speaking with parents. You know, so often what we do is, you know, when it comes down to their report cards, you know, we would we would wager um, a bet with them and saying, hey, you know, if you get, you know, all honors, I'll give you this and reward them, you know, and and there's nothing wrong with that. Right. But what happens is, you know, now that the, the 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 child has done that. And, and, yeah, you reward him the first time, right? Then now he has to c- maintain this consistently now. Now, what do you do with that now, second semester roll around, and he's got to maintain those same numbers? And if he does, you know, you don't give him anything, and then the child is going to look at you and say, hey, so, you know, we don't define what we're doing in a, with a clear, um, you know, with clear communication with the child. You see, I know there's times too where kids, the parents, um, you know, made this uh, pledge or bet or whatever you want to call it, and then when the child achieves it, then they don't um, come through on their part with giving the child what that you know what the rewards would be. So you have two of those scenarios that where we face. Of course, the third scenario is always the case where a parent would, um, you know, reward the child and then try to think of a way to be consistent with them so that they'll stay on that same level of performance. And, and typically, you know, I, I would I did that just to to prove a point uh, in saying that yeah, look, this is here. We'll do it now, and um, and then once you get it done, I say, well, I'm not doing it again. Uh, but I just want you to know and see that you can do what you think you can't do. 
you know, and then yeah, now and, challenge. And the reward child. system is you, you, these are all like, again, this is kind of like, um, you, you have to teach teach how to have success, mm-hmm. and there are there is there's rewards for hard work, and it makes it makes good sense to have that, mm-hmm. right? I, I guess the reward system um, should be tiered where it starts out. Um, small and if you continue to achieve a growth because that's really how it goes anyway exactly and i think that goes right back to the how we started the program uh earlier but continue mark uh, hold on on, i got a call for a second okay Hey, hey Mark, you you know, you're making our listeners feel like, hey, you know, Mark, well, it's a good it's a good example of how hard you work, Mark. No matter how sick you are, you still come in and the show must go on. (laughs) (laughs) Well, listen, I I actually I love the the topic and I feel like um, it's always cool when PJ gets on. Yeah. Um, uh, You know, you know, some parents might think I'm crazy when I say this, but. You know, I I always thought that paying for your kid's college was stupid. Mm-hmm. I always felt that way. I always felt like um, let them go, take the loans, get the grants, do everything they got to do, and then if they happen to get a, a career that they could pay their bills, then pay the loans. But why would you pay for the party before you get the results? Mm-hmm. In other words, I don't mind. You know, if you're going to pay for your kid's college, leave all that money in the bank. Let your, let your kid go out and figure out how to do it, like get the money and all that. And believe me, they work harder in school because there's loans waiting for them. Because if, and if, if they, all they had to do was actually get out of college with, with good grades and, um, you know, a career they could actually support themselves with, then one, they would achieve it, and two, you'd pay the loans. Yeah. So you'd be doing it. It's just in reverse. But yeah. how many parents sent their kids off to school? They partied for four years, never got a degree, and the money's gone. Yeah, Th- there's so many. Uh, Mark, I just want to say, uh, Debbie Best sent a uh, Debbie Bless sent a comment saying that that's loyalty. So what you're just saying, that just shows loyalty. Um, oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, there's so many. Yeah, there's so many kids like you say that go to school. And uh, and don't perform on that level, right. and, that's and they had it paid for. You're yeah. talking about a hundred grand or more mm-hmm. thrown mm-hmm. away. Mm-hmm. Well, if it was a bill they had at the end of the party, they might party a little less. Mm-hmm. Yeah, or they get that you know, notice that they're not going to be able to, you know, finish out the semester if they don't, um, you know, perform. Student debt is killing these kids, right? But again, it's all back to the same thing we're talking about. If you don't teach your children the value of any area of the life that, uh, of their life they're going to go through, then they're not going to understand it, and they're going to learn it the hard way. Mm. Student loans um, are crazy, but you know there's there's a there's a lot of grants and things that are available and scholarships, but it requires you to spend a lot of time to get them. It might be five hundred here, a thousand there, tw- you know. But if you were doing that. You would have less debt, and you know there's a lot of there are a lot of uh, young people have taken that time to uh, maximize what was available to them, so they didn't have to owe as much. Mm. They get out of school with a thousand dollar a month student loan bill. 
you know, if you owe a hundred grand, you know, that's a lot of money. Mm. Oh, absolutely. absolutely. You know, and, and, and it just goes on. I'm just saying, like, I think that the, the theme here would be, it's, it's for me, it's parents. And that, that God's really clear about things, right? Is that we need to raise our children to know God and his principles. Mm-hmm. And if we did that, um, they're more likely to succeed. And, and, and why I say that is the Bible is full of the best ideas on how to live your life. You can just take God out of that and just look at the principles. If your kids live their lives based on godly principles, but didn't know God at all, they'd still have a better life. Mm-hmm. But if you happen to know God, I mean, that's then even bigger mm-hmm. blessings for you. But the, the point I'm making is, is that you know, honest days work for honest days pay. Yeah. Pretty clear. Yeah, you, you know, do what you say, say what you do. Mm-hmm. You know, like these are very simple, um, like not not just timeless, but just they're they're perfect principles. And it's our job as parents to do that. And like PJ, one day you're going to be a parent, and you know this is a this is a big deal for you because you really you have an opportunity when you choose to be a parent to um, make that decision up front that I'm going to prepare my child to be an adult. Not you know it's just so because because you only get to parent them. Uh, 18 years, right, but they're going to live 80 years or 90 years. So you're going to be a parent of an adult much longer than you are going to be a parent of a kid. What do you think about that? Yeah, I, mean, I know that is that that's mind blowing, Mark. It's truly mind blowing. Yeah, man. it is. It's like you think that they're like they stay your kids forever, but they don't. Now, no, PJ's no. not going to. PJ's an adult. Yeah, yeah. You know, but so I don't now you have to. You have to become, uh, to PJ, a trusted advisor. Yeah. Well, yes. You, I, I'm glad you put it that than, way. Yeah. Then, then being parenting. Yeah. Absolutely true. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. Yes. Right. And, 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 not, and you thank know, you for that you know, distinction, I man. Yeah. Because PJ, you know, I can't, I can't um, parent my kids anymore. Mm-hmm. All I can do is guide them. Mm-hmm. But they won't listen to me. Right. Um, if I'm not. If I haven't earned the trust, mm-hmm. if I haven't had a proven track record of having their back. Mm-hmm. Because in the, in, the, in the real tough stuff, you go to your trusted advisors. And I certainly want to be on the top of my list of my kids. You know, mm-hmm. when they're like, hey, who do I go to? I don't want them to go to somebody other than me. But I have to earn that. That's not a given. Yeah, that's just... That's powerful, Mark. That's that's truly, you know, and 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 having them here in the studio, you know, with me now, and, you know, and it's, it's it's the irony to the whole thing is, you know, and I don't want to. Uh, we're talking about parent. I'm gonna just talk a little bit about, you know, me as a parent, and not sidetrack from too far from the discussion, but, you know, I worked a lot, you know, when he was younger. And, you know, and, and my main focus, uh, you know, I thought as being a parent was just to make sure that he has a roof over his head. Uh, when he gets home, he's got food to eat. And then he's got change of clothing um, that he needs 
to have to go back and forth to school. And, you know, and as well as, you know, some other things, because, uh, you know, even at a, a, a young age, um, he and I used to, whenever I had the time, which wasn't much back then, uh, you know, Bible study, but, you know, he was young, really young at that age, and, you know, he didn't fully grasp it, but he was there with me for a, a lot of them, and, um, and amongst other things, but I didn't have a lot of other time with him because there's been years that went by where, you know, when we talk about vacations and, you know, my boss would come to me and say, hey, um, you know, I need your help. You know, literally we would have all the tickets booked and everything time for us to go. And he, hey, I need your help. Uh, I can't let you go right now. Can you postpone it? And it was a tough decision for me to make, you know. Yeah. You know, the right decision would have been me saying no and um, and, and then going on the vacation with them, you know. Or, you know, And but what I did was, you know, okay, um, I, I literally helped my boss build the business because it was a losing business. And I went in there and we turned it around. And, uh, <coughs> and we turned it around to being – a multi-million dollar business and you right. know and, and so you know when something was um at risk you know i was like well this is how i earn my money and you know if i didn't do this it's a potential of something going wrong and it would impact my earnings so i felt a part of the company and then, you know, so I felt a part of, and this is this almost the same decision a, a parent would have to make with their child. Mm -hmm. I, you know, um, I, I felt a part of the company and that the company wouldn't prosper if I took this time off and left the company alone. And I, in making the same decision, and I didn't, I didn't apply the same thing with my family and saying, if I don't go with them on this vacation, my family will not flourish if I don't take this time off, you know? And, and those were yeah. real decisions that I had to make um, earlier on, uh, you know, early onset. And I chose, and not just once, you know, uh, more than twice to say, hey, postpone the vacation and, uh, and, and make sure that the company was in order so that I can still maintain my earnings. And uh, but then, you know, the earnings that I had uh, with my family diminished, you know, because I wasn't mm. there for them in those key moments, you know. So sure. th those are lessons that, you know, we all learn uh, in the process. I, I, you know, Patrick, uh -huh. I think it's said best like this. Mm -hmm. When you say yes to something, you're saying no, no to, to something, something else. else. Yeah. And there's so no you have to, you know, you got to know what you're saying no to. Exactly. You know, and then, you know, how, what the what the impact is going to be when you say yes to something and, and no to something mm -hmm. else, you know. So, yeah. 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 So and I, and it sometimes it's, look, it's a, it's a lesser of two evils. Mm -hmm. You know, you, you got to – either way, it's a bad choice. It's a bad choice. <laughs> exactly. The fact mm -hmm. that you're placed in that choice and in that position to make that choice, you know. And, and, and for me, it goes really goes right back to the very discussion where that parent, you know, had a choice to make whether to turn their son in, 
you know. Yeah. And you know, terrible position to be in. Yeah. Turn your son in. Say yes to that, you know, and say no to the other parent, you know, where their daughter is, you know, uh, suffering or you know, impacted in such a negative way. That's a rock and a hard place. Yeah. That is not a. But that's not a good choice, yeah. you know. So I want to ask uh, PJ. So look, because um, I don't want I want definitely want to keep it in the conversation. Yeah, sure. Um, um, PJ, like you know, as you're getting older, you have a group of people you trust. Now, and and how are you building out that group? And in other words, you know, I have a, a group of folks in my life that I that I build out really carefully. In other words, as I got older, I realized that. I don't need so many people. I just need certain people and quality people, you know, in different areas. So when I have an issue or I have a challenge, I just need to bounce an idea off of, I've, I've got folks that I call trusted advisors. Um, one of them is my mother. Um, and my, I, I don't, I wouldn't consider my dad a trusted advisor. Oh, um, my mother is. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, look, I'm being honest. No, I, you are, I, I was just being funny. You know, because I'm in the room with PJ. So. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, uh, so, PJ, just act like your dad's not right there. <laughs> and do you think he's a – no, okay. Um, <laughs> but, but, you know, so what, what I'm saying is, like, I, this is an important thing for people your age um, is to start picking and, and developing a, a board of directors for your life. That's probably what I would say, what I'd call it, where these are folks that – you got to run it by before you do something crazy, um, and you can trust what they say. Like you know, how do you how do you uh, people how do how do you think people your age are doing that right now? Me personally, I really uh, base people who I want around me based on their morals, their boundaries, and how they carry themselves. To be honest, sure. I can't, and so, I can't but what really about if they don't agree with you? In other words, are you putting some people in? in your circle that are smart and don't share your your exact opinion it depends on what the opinion is that's where the whole moral thing comes in because like morally there's some things that i can stand by and there's some things i cannot stand by but if it's sure. like I don't know, some things, like, I'm willing for, I definitely want people to be able to check me and disagree with me if I'm wrong, and if it doesn't align with my future or the goals I have set for myself, but mm-hmm. other than that, definitely morals is a huge thing for me. Yeah, I agree. I think that uh, uh, how they act um, and, and how they handle adversity um, makes me trust people. Um, you know, at a deeper level, you know, like when it's real, when the chips are down, and they're totally wrong, do they own it? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, somebody, and they do that consistently. Like, hey, I, I could, I could trust when he's saying something to me because he's not willing to, he's not willing to be anything other than, uh, you know, uh, full of integrity, even when he's wrong. So, yeah, that's you know, and I think that's really kind of kind of going forward from this what the, where we started we're dealing with people who really um, in a society right now where your friends and the internet 
and social media and and society's pull on you is strong and you, you can have a lot of feelings and opinions uh, that have been expressed to you, you you know without any real facts you, you know meaning uh, you could watch Fox News you could watch CNN you could watch uh, MSNBC and hear the same story and you would have no idea what's going on because it's three completely three different completely versions. different version, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and that's what's happening on any given social media site. Honestly, they all lean to what your whatever you respond to. So, if you read something too long on Instagram, you're going to get thirty more of those. Mm. But if you swipe right by it, you don't see it again. Mm. So. If something might have caught your eye, it's now you're getting pounded with it. It's very, you know, they're really manipulating people right now. And that's, you have to be so careful about the sources of your information. You really have neither and agree with you. Yeah. Yeah. That's, uh, that's a good way of putting it there, media literacy. I mean, is not. I don't think it's necessarily evil because the algorithm is just showing you things that you're interested in. I think it's upon the person to then go out and find conflicting arguments to get the full story. Hundred percent. I, I don't think it's evil. I, I, I think what it is is it's 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 manipulative. In that, the algorithm says, "Oh, Mark read uh, an article." Um, and here's 800 more articles just like it, mm. but no argument contrary to it. No article. In, in other words, everything that supports that. You know, so like, I, in the only way you're gonna know the truth and come up with your an honest assessment is if you hear all sides of that argument. Yeah. Well, like know. they're they're talking about batteries, right? Like uh, for the Tesla batteries. Mark, I think I we're off. Seen this. Yeah. I think we're off. We're going to break. Yeah, we just. Uh, my apologies. Yeah, we, this is what? this conversation is is deep because um, give us a minute. Here. Don't worry about it. We do it all the time. No, yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> <coughs> my little buddy, still, my yeah. cat Wolfie's okay, right here. Okay, go ahead, Mark. Me. We're back on. That was. Oh, a we're back on. Break, yeah. yeah. So, um, uh, in case you don't know, I'm sitting here with my cat. Oh, okay. The little buddy cat, mm. the wolfie. <laughs> but um, yeah. So what I'm saying is, is that like they're talking about the the batteries, like how uh, alternative oh, alternative fuels. Um, but then they talk about the amount of energy it takes to make the batteries that powers the Tesla. Mm-hmm. So this Tesla battery, listen to this, kind of crazy. I don't know if this is facts, but this is an alternative argument to it which is that it takes seven years worth of energy to create a 10-year battery um and then you only get three years of you know uh, alternative life out of it basically so in other words you know how to use like um, fossil fuel energy and all this other stuff mm-hmm. uh to create a battery that's good for 10 years mm-hmm. renewable energy but if that battery breaks, it gets replaced with another 10-year battery, you actually never get 
politics. Pull tenure out of it. Right. Well, you never get the, the actual uh, environmental benefit they're talking about. Uh, right. So okay. At the end of the day, this is the whole point, is that we're being told one thing, and then there's another thing. And I have no idea if that's right. I don't know what it takes to make a battery. I don't know many people who will know how to make a battery. All I know is that if we, if, if we have to be very careful um, about what we align ourselves with. Um, and, and more importantly, we have to really protect our families and our kids um, from information without giving the rest of the story. And, you know, like, like I, I know I sound like a, a Bible thumper, but I, I guess I am. I mean, you know, I just feel like God has the story, and society has to be matched up to it. And, and if you just, all you have to do is line up what society's selling you, and then match up what God's selling you, and then you can kind of decide. You know, but when I decided that God was had a better offer, my life got drastically better. Mm-hmm. I, I had all the worldly things. I had plenty of money. I was driving whatever I wanted. I, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, I had plenty of girlfriends in my life and, and moments, I'd like to call them, in my life, right? Mm-hmm. But none of that ever added up to any kind of peace or joy or happiness. It wasn't until I gave my life to God and started to live in a different way the way God says to live, mm-hmm. that I had true joy um, and true peace. Mm-hmm. And we're all, you know, we're out here chasing peace and joy all day long. And, and the world can't give it to you. And, and, and they try. You know, that Mercedes 500, i got to tell you, it looks like it would be joy. <laughs> and for a little while, it will be. Mm-hmm. And then I'm going to want another one. Mm-hmm. You know, but... But there's something about being close to God and, and laying your life at his feet and letting him order your steps that just never gets old. It doesn't, it doesn't dry up. and It, it satisfies uh, continuously. Uh, and that's when we, we talk about these topics, every, any one of the topics we've ever talked about comes down to how closely um, we align ourselves with God is where we stand on it. You know, and when somebody's hurt, like that young lady was, well, and the young boy who did it, well, God stands on this. He loves them both. And he wants to forgive the, the young man. He wants to heal the young lady. You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. And absolutely. That's, that's, that's what's not talked about. Because I, I feel like if, some, if this young man felt compelled to do this, you know, they say hurt people hurt people, right? Mm-hmm. Well, what happened to him? What happened to him? Yeah. You know, and and I don't want to dismiss what happened to that young lady as much as I want to make sure um, that we're clear that, that God stands with all of us mm. and that that he will redeem her and heal her hurts and redeem him too if he chooses it. If he chooses, yeah. And... and you know, no prison's going to do it. No court system's going to do it. No, no um, condemnation from any human is going to do it. Um, God will heal you, and, and and correct you. And life is an interesting way 
of leading you back to God because we can run. It's really amazing how fast we run away. Try everything, too. You name it, we can try it. And when it's all said and done, I'm like, well, now what? All right, God, I'll give you a shot. It's really an interesting kind of cycle for me that you will try everything first. Like, when I, like I, I started to read the Bible differently, like, with joy, where there's something, I'm about to learn something, not I have to read it. God wants to, God wants to talk to me, and he's going to do it through this book. It's a little different now. But, but when I first got started, I was like, well, i got to read this Bible because it's what I'm supposed to do. And I had no joy in it. It was just like, oh, man, i got to read. You know, now it's like, wait, God's saying, he's screaming at me, check this out. I want you to know this. I want you to share this. And I, and I, I, I hope that, that the topic that was brought up today um, really helps parents start to recognize um, you know, how much more and how much bigger the challenge is than it seems mm. to be a parent now. No, absolutely. Because we were not raised in this environment, so we certainly don't know how to... We, it's like we, 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 we didn't have, I didn't have a cell phone until I was 29. So, I mean, uh, yeah, our parents didn't have to manage our cell phone use. You, you know, there was not yeah. a thing. Yeah. Video games, my mom used to, we, we, we couldn't play video games all night. And when I say video games, I mean, I'm not, we had a, we had an Atari. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and if you left me alone, alone, I would sit up all night with that thing. As primitive as those games are compared to today. Mm -hmm. But that's what they would regulate, how much time we spent in front of that TV. Now, I mean, you know, you have to regulate so much more and still let your kid be socially accepted. Mm -hmm. It's a really um, tough needle to thread, I think. Uh, definitely and a, a difficult um, uh, a time period now because information is coming so fast. Changes are coming to you like daily. Um, when you say they're updating or upgrading or whatever they're updating, uh, you know, whatever they're upping, uh, that the parents themselves don't even have time to and, and and I'll speak for myself you know by the time you learn something here and and we weren't like you said we weren't born in it and by the time nope. you got one um, update uh, you know something where you say okay I understand this there's another update now that there's another piece to it that now you got to where these uh, you know the, the the kids of that era you know they can just go with each update right as it, it happens and you know they're okay with it so the transition for them is much swifter than 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 with us so yeah. exactly what you're saying there do you remember um pj how old were you when whatsapp came out not whatsapp is it what's snapchat what how old were you when snapchat came out i was in seventh grade wow see yeah Snapchat was this thing, like, I, you know, the second it um, came on, like, kids were hiding what they were doing. And parents didn't have any idea what to do with it. And I didn't even know what Snapchat was then. Oh, <laughs> but it was crazy. Yeah. They, they could do whatever they want. It goes away in, like, what, a minute or whatever. Mm. And 
real. That was a tough, difficult parenting moment for everybody. Um, and the kids, you know, we look, Patrick, we were, we were secretive when we were kids. Mm-hmm. We, we did our thing. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, but we didn't have this level of secrecy. Mm-mm. Like at the end of the day, it was like, you know, our parents kind of knew what was happening, mm. but, but now, uh, that's not the case. No. So listen, I'm, it's getting a little noisy in my house. Yeah. So um, I just want to wish you guys a happy new year, uh, Super Jams listeners, and of course, PJ and Patrick. Yes. And uh, I will be with you guys next week, and uh, uh, thanks for having me. Well, Mark, yeah, thanks for calling in, and you were missed, and, uh, you know, we pray that you, you know, you get over this um, flu that you have and, you know, start to feel better and get the needed rest that you need, so... That's it. I, I needed a few days off, so I got them. There you go. Yes. There it is. <laughs> now utilize them. My cats wanted to see me. Okay. <laughs> All righty, Mark. All right. I'll Thank talk you. to you guys soon. Bye, Mark. Take care, guys. All Bye. right. Yep. So, um, yeah, you know, I, I want to say before we get to kind of wrapping this thing up, I, I agree with Mark in some sense that, um, you know, you guys were – exposed to so many different things but I would say this um, me and your mom was nowhere exposed to some of the things that I know but <laughs> me and my brother and my sisters did for to my mom you know totally different but they still we exposed them to certain things and you exposed us to certain things just diff- different time and era what do you think what do you mean well I mean you guys are you definitely didn't put us or give us any challenge other than your normal teenage stuff um, that you did um, you know you basically was in your room on your computer, and that's m- what most of your generation is doing. So a lot of parents felt comfortable with that because, okay, my son is at home. Um, my daughter is at home. Uh, you know, they can't be getting into too much trouble because they're at home. And I can see them, and they're okay. Whereas we weren't at home. Our parents couldn't see us. Our parents didn't know. And we didn't have a phone for, you know, mom or dad to call and say, hey, where are you? Or, or send us a text and say, hey, all right, where are you? Are you okay? Or anything like that. We, you know, that's what I'm talking about, the contrast there. So, you know, uh, my mom's mindset was a little different than what our mindset is, although we had competing challenges, you know. Because the things that, you know, kids are exposed to now can lead them down a path to whereas they do some things where, you know, you'd be like, well, how did he get here? You know, Um, whereas before, you know, we're out there and we're at our friend's house, um, you know, doing whatever, um, you know, when we were younger, as well as most of my time, though, you know, I, I spent it on the basketball court, but you know, 
I could have been in numerous of places um, in that time that I was not under my parents, uh, uh, literally my mom's supervision because she was, with her two jobs, she was always working. So do you see the contrast there or, or where I'm coming from? Uh, what's your thoughts? My thoughts are kind of going back to when the marriage counselors were here. Like, you just can't be scared of the future. Yeah. Because yeah. things are changing and things change rapidly. And if you are so stuck in one way of thinking, like the past tense, you're going to miss a lot that's happening in real time. And whereas I, I like to think I was a good kid. Um, some kids were not. Who knows what people were doing mm-hmm. online. Um, definitely I should not have been on Snapchat in seventh grade, but mm-hmm. in retrospect, that's not what me and my friends were really doing anyway. Yeah, yeah. So it's like, I don't know. I feel like parents should be open-minded, definitely willing to understand what's going on and definitely try their best to be a part of their kids' yeah. lives. Well, well, you know, let me ask you this question here. When you see some of the things that the kids are doing, um, you know, today and how they're speaking, you know, to their parents um, today, it's almost uh, on the same level. You know, what's your thoughts and, 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 and feeling about that? You know, um, you see some kids, you know, speaking back to their parents or even their grandparents and things of that nature, you know. Um, it depends how it's being done because I definitely do think parents should create a space where their kids can criticize and can speak on things because if you are just so, like, don't do this, don't do that, don't do this, and, like, I mean, I don't want the kid to ever be disrespectful, mm-hmm. but if you are always shutting down what a kid is saying, they're learning not to go to you for things. Mm-hmm. And you're cr- not creating a safe space for them. You're creating a space for them to go find that safe space uh, somewhere else mm-hmm. when it should be you creating that safe space. Wow. It's how I view it. But if they're, like, being disrespectful, like, it's, like, being disrespectful, that's a different thing. Yeah. Well, you know, but uh, old school and so we can go old school, new school. Uh, old school is, you know, um, it's this thought process here. It's you're under my roof. I'm working hard to pay the bills, and you're not paying the bills, and, you know, uh, I'm here taking care of you. Um, you know, is that rough, or, or is no, that reality? Or that's or definitely um, reality. That definitely have rules and boundaries for sure but i mean more so when like a disagreement is happening like make sure that their kid know like if we like if i was 10 right now uh-huh. if we were going back and forth or something like oh i want to get mcdonald's you're like no we don't you don't there's no need to get mcdonald's like have a conversation to where i feel like i'm heard but still stand well on your point, point yeah. but don't like shut me down is what you. I'm saying. Yeah, I got you. Because when so you shut the kid down, they're learning mm, not, not to, to get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. And then that creates a secretness and this, that, and the third. Like, I feel like me growing up, I was blessed <laughs> because I could go to my parents. Mm-hmm. Like, there was no, I didn't feel like necessarily, like, you know what I mean? Yeah. But a lot yeah. of people don't have that because they felt shut down or because their family makes them feel some type of mm-hmm. way. And, and, and I want to say this or maybe ask you this or maybe just put it in a, 
in a, a question or whatever tone, you know, when those tough decisions came to you and, you know, you needed to bring it to us, how, how you know, how did you handle that? Or, or, you know, because, you know, some of those things, you know, were not easy. You know, I'm sure you had to take some time to process it or tell us about that. Whenever you had a, a tough, con needed to have a tough uh, question, conversation, or anything, you know, it, it was like a no-brainer for you. Just that's you know. that's the thing I mean by creating that, that face space, space yeah. because I can't think of one because I feel like any time I have a question, I just ask. Tap, right, oh, that's awesome. Like yeah. there was no should I, should it's not. not yeah. There's no thought process in that. Yeah, especially like when. Um, it involved like Gabby needed a place to stay or yeah. Jesse needed a place to stay. There was no, I don't know. I had to ask my parents. I just went. Went and asked. Ask, right. That's right. Well, I mean, uh, I appreciate you, man. I, I I tell you, being in the same space as you, and you were always. I mean, from little, you were in the restaurant with me. Um, Consistently, whether you wanted to or not, um, you know, even when you were first uh, born, and we had to find a babysitter and all those other challenges that we had, and you had a period where it was really challenging for us, and you know, that's the space I had to actually bring you to work with me, you know, and and you didn't know, but it was a tough tough um, experience for for me and your mom. And, you know, for you to actually, you know, actually be able to do the things that you're doing. And, you know, of course, we had some challenges, which I don't think it was out of the ordinary. It was just growing pains. Um, uh, but nothing serious to where we were ever uh, concerned because we know we can always, if we ask you to do this and, you know, you say yes, we know that's what was going to get done. And 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 I can appreciate that. And some of the things that you've actually learned on as far as responsibility is you blew my mind um, with some of the decisions that you made and how you actually steadfast in those decisions. And, um, and and we saw that you were you know really strong in what you say you were going to do. And I appreciate that because you're stepping out and going into your own apartment and working and going to school and doing all those things there, that was that, you know, strong-minded. So uh, those are positive things I would say that you've experienced, uh, you know, in the, in, in, the in the latter part of your life. So that was good. It's, it all just depends on the parent. Because mm. I feel like a lot of times, especially in – recent times a lot of people don't want to be parents but are parents yeah. and don't know how to cope with that whether yeah. it's like the parents aren't together one wanted to keep it one didn't want to keep, keep it, it one yeah. wanted to keep it because they thought that it would bring the family together yeah. i don't know it really just depends on the parents and if they want to be a parent and if they want to understand their kids yeah. so well, let me because i have friends that they can't go to their parents, and, like, the holidays make them uncomfortable. Like, they don't want to be around their parents. Wow. Yeah. 
Well, we would be uncomfortable if you weren't there. So <laughs> um, let me ask you this question. What, you know, I, I'm listening to you, you know, and I never asked you this before, but now that you're of uh, age and we can have this discussion, would you say we were tough parents or, you know, I don't, I don't know if we were easy parents or, you know, I know you say you like the space that we've created for you so that you can be, you know, uh, you and open up and speak and not feel any kind of backlash. But, you know, I, I, I don't know that how that would be rated. Um, definitely not tough. Yeah, okay. But also, I don't think, I don't know, because, like, I don't want to say y'all are easygoing. Yeah. Because, like, I really was never a kid who went and looked out for trouble. Yeah. Like, yeah. I only got detention once, and that was in middle school. Mm -hmm. Like, I never was a type to, like, oh, I want to go sneak out and go to this party. Like, I would generally rather just rather be home. Be home. And yeah. I think that's important for families. Because then, again, creating that space for your kid wanting to yeah. be home instead of wanting to run outside. Yeah. So... That's a tough question for you to answer. I would definitely wouldn't say tough though. Yeah, okay. Because I never felt like pressure. Pressure or anything like that. Well, I, I tell you what, it's always a, um, a pleasure moment, you know, being in the same space with you, having conversation with you. Um, uh, this one was a little, I don't know, a little different than most because we typically, you know, talking business and other stuff, but uh, this one was a little bit more intimate, I would say, and, um, I, you know, I appreciate that, and especially the discussion, you know, where we started out with that, you know, how the parents handle the situation with their kids or, or that child in school and, uh, and then how it evolved to where, and any feedback on that as far as the final outcome? I know they all lost their job, but yeah. the kid, I don't know what happened to the kid or... Was he still able to play ball, go to college, or you don't know, or no follow-up? I don't know because of how recent it was, and I never checked back on it after um, I seen that they went to court for it. Mm, okay. Yeah. Well, Super Jam listeners, uh, we're truly, truly appreciative of your time again today, and for all of you guys who tune in and listen. You guys are really special. Super Jam listeners are truly special and strong followers and believers in what uh, JB and, and, and Blacks is doing here in the community. And, uh, you know, I want to say always say kudos to those guys who keep up the good work and, um, you know, keep the ear going so that uh, they can continue reaching more people and having an impact in more people's lives. Um, I say thank you uh, for listening to Inspiring Hope. And, um, you know, uh, if you ever need, uh, PJ put our information on the chat. Is that right? Mm -hmm. um, so you can always go there and, and, and get our information. If you want to communicate with us, uh, you know, feel free to call us and then let us know. And, you know, we're, we met earlier today, PJ and I, before the show, and um, we talked about all of our um, past goals and what we, what we um, see for Arms of Hope, you know, in 2023. And we're now revising that, in the process of revising that, so we'll put that out on um, 
I don't I don't want to say Sunday, but uh, maybe Monday, Tuesday, sometime you'll see it on a um, website or a um, Facebook page. What our future goals are going to be, and I am truly, truly excited about them uh, with some of the ones that we've talked about in the past, and we look forward to it. And uh, you know, uh, the f the first thing I'd like to say, uh, and I don't know if Mark, you heard earlier on that we actually got her permit for the hood. I don't have the physical permit yet, but it was approved and they're just waiting for the contractor to update his information so that we can have the physical permit. So now we're looking at scheduling. And I, I truly want to talk with uh, JB and, uh, and Blast to, to see if we can come up and do something together uh, for once we get all of the renovations done and we can have like a big party out there and uh, we'll get Mark to feel better and DJ out there for us. So we're looking forward to all of that. And then <coughs> for some of you listeners, if you're close by and can stop by and just take a look at what we're doing out there in the community and, uh, and see if there's any part of it that interests you and you want to get involved, we'd love to have you. I know some of our, what's becoming our loyal listeners, you know, uh, Baby Bless, Fabulous, um, you know, um, uh, Paulette, and of course, yeah, we can't, um, we can't forget uh, Elder Dell uh, there. So we thank all you guys for always tuning in and supporting us and giving us the the encouraging that we need to continue this program and you know we feel so much better when we leave out of the studio and um, going home and say hey um, you know that was a good program and we're so happy for that opportunity TJ anything you would like to say you know, close this out with that or or no, you, you don't have the media on the head but yeah. i was just gonna ask you sure go ahead you spoke a lot about like personal stuff is there like a personal goal you're working towards this year outside of the business mm -hmm. well you know my personal goal is um family um yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to spending more time doing more things with you guys um, this coming year. You know, although we have some huge projects coming up, potential huge projects coming up, uh, you know, I want to be able to come step aside and do some fun things um, with you and your mom and, you know, make sure that, uh, you know, we're – you know, living uh, uh, a more um, equally yoked life, as they would say. Mm -hmm. You know, Balance. exactly. Yeah. So, yeah, that's that's it. So, Super Jam listeners, again, um, I can't thank you enough. Um, when you guys, uh, you know, light up the chat and and send these encouraging information about our program, um, truly, truly blesses us. And truly gives us the energy to continue and uh, and you know make our program better, and that's some of the things that we talked about doing. So you'll see that. I don't know how soon, but I know you'll see it so at some point this year. And uh, hopefully, we'll continue impacting and inspiring folks uh, out there to tune in 
listen and then also to call us if they need any assistance uh, or if they're going through any struggle with anything and if there's anything or any way we can assist uh, we would love to do that so again thank you all you super grams listeners and uh, we see you next thursday so be safe and always look to help your brothers and sisters we're out good night